Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi folks. I would like to introduce myself. My name is Pyle and I am a traveler who also loves to meet people. And I think a blend of both is where this concept of melting pot has come about. In my melting pot series, I will be talking to lots of inspiring people from different parts of the world and also from different cultures whom I meet during all my travels. The common factor between these folks will be the desire to follow their passion and make it a way of life. So step into this melting pot and enjoy the chats. Hi everyone. I'm back with another episode of Melting Pot. Today I'm in conversation with the very lovely and very very inspirational Purnota Behel. Um, and Purnota is the founder of Cuddles Foundation India. And I'm going to leave Purnota to talk about Cuddles Foundation. But just as a very quick introduction, I wanted to say that the Cuddles Foundation India, um, as I have now understood, is the only nonprofit in India which provides um, the necessary nutrition to underprivileged children who are suffering from cancer, and um, I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, I'm always in awe of people who make it their lives' mission to save lives. Seriously, um, thank you so much for being a part of Melting Pot, and I can't wait to hear all about the Cuddles Foundation. So. over to you hi bayal hi everyone thank you for having me here um as i told you it's exciting to be here and i'm looking forward to talking to you about cuddles foundation now that introduction was really lovely <laughs> um what i would like i don't think it was enough though <laughs> <laughs> sure so what i want to add to that is cuddles foundation is the only foundation in the world Are you serious? That focuses on nutrition um, for children who are fighting cancer. Wow! So we were set up about six years back. Uh huh. So how did that actually come about? Um, I mean, I did read a little bit about it on, on online, but I want to hear it from you. So then we'll have to rewind it to the year I think 2011. Okay. When me and my husband were donors with the Tata Memorial Hospital in Bombay. Okay. So Tata Memorial is India's premier oncology hospital. Mhm. And we were donors because it's a really beautiful, really transparent system. Okay. And it is a hospital that serves the most underserved uh, population in India. So right. lots of underprivileged kids there 
so I had just delivered my firstborn and I was on a sabbatical. Okay. And, you know, I got a call from a doctor at Tata Memorial saying that since you're home, why don't you come and uh, meet the kids you are sponsoring? Right. Right. So I ended up going to the hospital and when I walked into the hospital, I was really not prepared to see what I saw. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw little kids. I walked into this room. It was hot, stuffed with little kids who were bald. Um, They were sick. Um, You know, lots of kids had IVs and mums holding IV bottles in their hands. Oh, gosh. Mm. And those kinds of things you really don't see. Mm. Um, Mm. And I was just not prepared for it. So it was difficult. And I was ready to leave within the first 10 minutes Mm. of being there. Mm. But the head of... I mean, obviously, the visual impact of it must have been quite traumatic for you. It was. And and I was a new mum. And, you know, just... Every time I looked at a kid, because I was a mum, I felt like, oh gosh, I, I can feel what that mother's feeling yeah. and how she's feeling and how she's sitting there. Oh gosh, this child is hungry. Yeah. You know, lots of children cry there because, not because they're sick, but because they're hungry, because they're there for blood tests. Mm. And mm. when a child is there for a blood test, mm. they have to do it empty stomach. And because mm. it's a government hospital, they have to wait long hours so you can't feed the kids anything. Right, right. So it's jarring to the senses, like it's hard enough to see sick kids and then, you know, they're hungry and then, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. So all of that. Anyway, so the head of social services said that, why don't you go up and meet those kids? Up means the ward. Yeah. And I couldn't say no to her. Right. And I ended up going to the ward and it was one child after the other with really compelling, really heartbreaking stories. Mm. Um For example, I did speak about it yesterday. One child who was abandoned by her parents. Yeah. She was 12. She was so emaciated. She looked tiny, like a six, seven years old. Mm. And her eight or nine-year-old sister stayed back to take care of her. Mm. So Mm. both children, one was sick, the other one was taking care of her, running for reports. And that broke my heart. And I think as I was walking out of the ward, I think what really changed it for me, like the course of my life, and I call it the inception point of Cuddles Foundation, Mm. is um, I stood outside a room, and from outside the room, I could see a mother and a child. The mother's back was towards me. Yeah. The child was in the mother's lap, so I couldn't see the child's face, but I saw the child's feet, which was dangling from the mother's Mm. lap. And um, that child had the black thread, you know, Indian's tie the evil eye black thread right right on the same feet as that of my daughter's Hmm. and I thought oh my god my baby could have been here and it's just luck that that mother's on the other side of the door yeah and I'm on this side of the door Hmm. and as someone has very aptly said that nothing moves you to action than empathy Hmm. right As human beings, just the feeling that I could have been there, my child could have been there, my grandparents could have been there. I think think the kind of movements empathy started, everywhere you look, it's empathy which has moved people. Right. It was just that. You call it selfish, call it divine. I mean, I just thought that when I saw my daughter Ahana there, um, I was like, I need to do something more. Hmm. So I went to the head of social services and I said, what can I do? Hmm. And, you know, she told me something really strange, Pyle. 
she said purnota we have enough funding for treatment but mm. we don't get funding for nutrition mm. and that blew my mind because as indians food is the central theme of everything for us right yeah. our yeah. celebrations are around food yeah even our sadness is around food like you go to anybody's chautha there's lunch it's yeah. it's all around yeah. food yeah yeah and i'm thinking we feed the crows and the cows hmm. so why are these kids not getting nutrition hmm. anyway so we started gunjan and i my husband and i started donating um, i mean we moved our funding from treatment to nutrition hmm. and every time tata memorial had a requirement they would call us right and soon the requirement surpassed what me and my husband could do it even on a stretch budget right. so we started tapping into friends and we started going to friends and saying hey you don't need a gift for your birthday how yeah. many bottles of wine do you need yeah, yeah. everybody was happy to Hmm. you know um contribute hmm. uh, friends of mine i remember didn't take uh, a wedding gift and they asked the guests to um you know instead of uh, giving them a gift write a check for cuddles foundation and that's how we started but the impact was so massive because it's really common sense right sick child plus food is equal to treatment so our impact numbers were beautiful and in 6 years we've gone from one hospital to 30 hospitals wow. across the country and 20 cities across the country wow so that so is what is your uh, model i mean how how do you when you say that you've gone to so many hospitals what is it that you do with these hospitals what is your your association with them what is the contribution what is the impact um you know that so many hospitals are now inviting you to come um and be a part of their their system so um what we do is that when we tie with up with a hospital the first thing we do is capacity building okay. and what i mean by capacity building is we provide the hospital with a trained nutritionist who is a pediatric oncology nutritionist so in a okay. layman's term she understands how nutrition interacts with cancer treatment um, okay okay right yeah, so she yeah. is the one who assesses each child uh, each child's grade of malnourishment hmm. and then based on her assessment how a doctor writes a prescription for you so to yeah. give you a simple example if you have fever you go to a doctor the doctor assesses what kind of a fever is yeah. it is it just a flu is it malaria is yeah. it dengue and yeah. once the doctor assesses it the doctor writes medicines for you accordingly right similarly right. our nutritionist assesses the grade of malnourishment in each child hmm. and based on the grade of malnourishment and the kind of cancer she hmm. writes down a nutrition prescription so it's like a plan a nutrition plan for it's a scientific nutrition, nutrition plan, plan right which is specific to cancer care okay because as you would know most children get leukemia the treatment for which is chemotherapy right if a child is malnourished you can't hook a child on to chemotherapy because the children have horrible side effects like mm. they get seizures their gut lining erodes Um mm. it's it's really bad we were losing kids before cuddles foundation just mm. because of the side effects mm. now with the kind of nutrition we are able to give we just have to manage those side effects because mm. chemotherapy is aggressive right. and every child gets um the side effects so this nutritionist actually writes a prescription that will a 
bring up their scale of nourishment. So right. if they are severely malnourished, bring them up to a nourished state, right. which will enable them to take treatment. And then she actually manages the side effects. Okay. So that's what we do. So our first program... So again, manages the side effects with nutrition. nutrition. That's right. right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So now the first thing that we do is we provide a hospital with the nutritionist. Right. The second thing that we do is because all these kids are underprivileged, whatever the nutrition prescription has, we actually provide that. So we do mm. aid. Ah. Right? Okay. So okay. we yeah. provide them with nutritional supplements which right. are over the counter products right we provide them with hot meals okay and then we also provide them with ration bundles okay. which is actually food grains for a family of four right. that sustains them over the month because we saw lots of parents taking their kids back hmm. because they just couldn't afford to feed themselves or their kids or their the other kids who were with them. Hmm. Hmm. So that's the second thing we do. So okay. capacity building aid. Right. The third thing we do is we do a lot of training with the parents. So counseling. Ca and, oh. Counseling and teaching them how to take care of their children's nutritional requirement and the limited income they have. Right. And this is also after the treatment is completed. They take back that take, knowledge hmm, and then hmm. they are making better food choices for themselves and their families. Right, right, so right. these are the three key things that we do hmm. with the parents at the hospital. Hmm. Apart from that, I think another groundbreaking thing that we do is we do amazing training for our nutritionists currently okay. in the country yeah there is no course for pediatric oncology nutrition we've developed a very very comprehensive and strong course hmm. with tata memorial hospital okay and now this course is being picked up by universities internationally wow yes and That's it's being amazing offered. so you had um, you had specialists from the Tata Memorial Hospital who that's right. developed the course. That's right. Wow, that's With amazing. our nutritionists. Yeah. You're listening to a fusion of stories recounted for the first time ever by some fascinating people from across the globe with me, Payo, on this very unique and special podcast series, Melting Pot. So oncologists worked with our nutritionists yeah, yeah. and backed on research that's available around the world. We yeah. developed a special program. Wow. So incredible. those are the th wow. three things that wow. we do. Yeah. If it's not brought to your attention, no one really focuses on how important the kind of nutrition everyone just focuses on okay here is um, a child with cancer underprivileged or not and this is the treatment but no one really understands the element of nutrition which is if you give the right nutrition you know, the treatment also probably will have a better result, right? So, you know, one of our missions is to create awareness that nutrition is step one and treatment is step, step two. two. Yeah. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Because you can have all the funding in your account to get the best chemotherapy, best immunotherapy. Hmm. But if your body is not able to take that treatment, yeah. Yeah. you know, that treatment is not going to take you too yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah. So pediatric cancer or otherwise adult cancer hmm. your body needs nourishment to withstand cancer yeah. treatment yeah. yeah so i think nutrition is massively complementary to your treatment. treatment right yeah because one doesn't work in the absence of another yeah. only with nutrition you can't cure cancer yeah and you can't cure cancer without nutrition and yeah. this is something that you know we talk about constantly hmm. and now that there is awareness about it we get invited to speak about it to groups of doctors hmm. you know our challenge initially pile was for the first two years we spoke to lots and lots and lots of doctors hmm. because doctors didn't know how important hmm. um, yeah I mean, nutrition was on their treatment i Correct. guess yeah 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 and mm. then uh, tata memorial did these massive conferences where 300 400 doctors from around the country were invited to say this is the impact of your treatment mm. Mm. so let me just uh, tell you a very interesting you know incident that happened yeah is that when um, the doctors um, and way back in the 70s the doctors found that pediatric cancer is massively curable it's mm. more curable than some of your common diseases i was talking to someone at columbia university who was telling me that in the west the cure rates for leukemia is at 93% oh, that's incredible that's incredible yeah, right yeah, yeah and most of these kids go to lead successful productive lives they mm. have children they have careers yeah you know they get well yeah so when doctors in early 80s got the protocols that worked very very well in the west into yeah. india yeah and administered the same treatment protocols in india hmm. they found that our children just couldn't take hmm. treatment and not only in india doctors in all developing countries like your africa your southeast asia those uh, treatment protocols which were massively successful in the west yeah were failures in this part of the world hmm. and when they dug deeper they found that in the west they didn't have the problem of malnutrition correct so in the early or maybe around 2010 lots of research and work went into figuring out what do we do to take our success rates higher hmm. and nutrition was found to be one of the key factors Mm. and then the doctors at tata memorial took it upon themselves to do conferences conclaves to really share these studies with all the doctors in the country and that's how important nutrition yeah. is yeah wow that's incredible so um i was reading somewhere that you know you've actually helped over 18000 uh children underprivileged children you know the holistic nutrition to them Yeah and so all over the country yes so what are next steps now for Cuddles Foundation 
Right. So um, it's very interesting that you asked this because we have just come away from this five days of intense soul searching around where do we go from here. Right. And we are fairly confident that in the next two, two and a half years, we will cover 80% of all children under cancer care in the country. 80%. 80%. That's that's very ambitious, but I think um, possible. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's those are the next steps, and we are very very keen to go to tier two, tier three cities. Okay. Because for two reasons, actually, number one, that a lot of regional centers are coming up. Right. Because the government has found that children from you know, far-flung areas have to come into cities, which is incredibly hard. The parents yeah. can't take care of themselves, the kids. We yeah. lose so many kids to abandonment. So regional centers are really important. So mm. A, we go wherever large regional centers are. Right, right. And B, I think that we have a model that's a fairly plug-and-play model. Okay. And we now know how to administer this model in, in hospitals which are smaller format hospitals. Hmm. They don't necessarily have to be a Tata Memorial taking care of 3,000 kids right, a year. Right, right. So, so, so that's where we want to go, really. Hmm. But then would they have you know, systems in place would, for the treatment? I mean, yes, you would put in the nutrition aspect to it but would they be geared for the treatment for the cancer yes of course so so one of the criterias actually there are a few criterias that we see before tying up with the hospital yeah one of the criterias is that it has to have a certain number of beds okay it has to have certain equipment right it has to have a doctor who's really dedicated and motivated because you know Nutrition is that additional thing the doctor has to do with the nutritionist. The yeah. doctor needs to champion it. Yeah. Without yeah. the doctor's support, we can't succeed. Yeah. 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 So yes, of course, that, that the new centers we go to would have all of these things. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Because like I said, that if they don't, nutrition mm. doesn't work in isolation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like you've rightly said, I mean, it goes hand in hand. Yes. And as you've said, you know, a little earlier that it's first the nutrition and then the treatment right yeah Yeah. wow that's that's so so amazing I mean I'm really happy that um you know you were able to find time and come and talk to me um and it's you know good luck to oh yeah there's another point which I wanted to very quickly um bring up is the fact that your team is an all women team. Yes. <laughs> so yes, yeah. we are. A, we so are was a... this deliberate, or did it just uh, it just organically happened? Or no, this was this was really deliberate. Okay. And it's not that I I would not like to have more men. Yeah. But fortunately or unfortunately, um, I wanted a A team, so I wanted. To solve the world's biggest problems, pile. Yeah. We need to have the best people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And with the salaries that a not-for-profit gives, yeah. not only in India, anywhere yeah. in the yeah. world, yeah. Yeah. you cannot bring in professionals from Kellogg, IIM, ISB. It's very hard. Yeah. But since I'm a woman who's had a career, yeah. I do understand that women who've had very successful careers drop out because the current system and the current work system, how it's structured, is yeah. not very conducive for women. 
women at the end of the day also are responsible for families right so what i did is that i was able to build in a structure yeah. which would attract the best talent but give them the flexibility that they require to run kids lives their lives their parents yeah. life we're responsible for multiple things yeah. right yeah yeah so that attracted really bright smart professionals hmm. who wanted to have a career which looked like a career hmm. but also want were responsible parents or daughters or so kids whatever that flexibility which but is they why needed to have the passion they needed to yeah. have the passion yeah. they're yeah. the best from the fields like hmm. you know for example um shuli who heads Uh, you know major gifts for us has had a long illustrious career in banking preeti from programs again banking anisha the best she heads marketing for us the best ad agencies mm. and is able to come and head marketing for cuddle so if you see our collaterals if you mm. see mm. um uh, you know our website we mm. are setting benchmarks for how not for profit collaterals or visuals should look yeah, yeah, um yeah, we yeah. we keep hearing that other not for profits are referencing ours that's and so that's amazing. such a compliment yeah, yeah. That's so yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, so yeah. that is the reason why um, mm. it so happened that it's uh, all women's well team. fantastic <laughs> i mean good luck uh, with everything yeah. more power to women <laughs> yeah more power to women and um, and also more nutrition you know and i mean i'm sure you will achieve the 80% um a target that you have for over the next two and a half years i'm sure you're going to get there with the kind of passion that i see with you and you know and the couple of team members that um i've i've also met between yesterday and today so thank you so much again pranota i mean it's just been an incredible conversation yeah thank, thank you for you. having me i'm really excited and thank i'm you. going to keep following you know up on what cuddles is doing and for all my listeners uh, please do get on to cuddlesfoundation.com or .com or .org now. i think it's .o that's <laughs> what that is so intense i've done my research <laughs> um and you know and do uh, see in whatever way you're able to to contribute will be amazing so Uh, before I end, I know I just keep thinking of things to to ask you, and I'm sure at the end of the conversation I'll say, "Oh no, I should have asked for no, you know, lots of other stuff as well." Sure. But anyways, very quickly, I just wanted to know for your for for my listeners who are not from India, so they're not physically there, uh, what kind of contributions do you think they could make? to the cause. Yeah, sure. Thank you for asking that. <laughs> I was hoping that you did. <laughs> well, I mean, I had two points to me on that. <laughs> okay, okay, so you know, it's very interesting um that there are so many ways we can contribute to any cause in the world and and someone very bright from Singapore um taught me very um good terms for it so yeah. the first is that people can contribute of course by the gift of their wealth and abundance yeah. you know they can they can choose to support children's nutrition for a year two years yeah. um go on the site and look us look up more around that right the other one is actually gift of voice what you are giving me okay. right and yeah. what you do yeah. because very very few people know how important nutrition is 
yeah in in the treatment of cancer okay so just talking about this course yeah. and and also talking about that there is a foundation that addresses that is yes. is very very helpful okay not only from the point of view of generating awareness for um funding and networks etc yeah. yeah. also lots of people write write into us saying my child is suffering what is it that i can do so you mm. can really connect somebody who needs us to the cause. Okay. Yeah. So the second is gift of voice. Yeah. And the third of course is gift of network, which is that if you're in an organization that does that has CSR funding, which right. is as as an organization that supports causes around health right. or children, we are a very very beautiful fit and you know connect us to your organizations mm-hmm. speaking opportunities i love speaking opportunities and talking about this cause yeah. and this cause is not only pertinent to india this cause is pertinent to every developing country where yeah. the yeah. issue of malnourishment exists yeah so you know um speaking engagements are the other opportunities that i would love to you know show up and speak or do podcasts or talk to people over the call that would sure. be very very helpful okay. so so again so gift of wealth gift of voice gift of time gift of time yeah yeah, yeah. so if you're yeah. a professional yeah and if you have certain skill sets the way you were telling me today that i could do voice overs for you yeah. right yeah. yeah thank you for that though so gift of time is the other thing yes yeah. and gift of influence csr friends yeah. networks yeah so yeah. these are the four ways that people can really um tune in help the cause take it forward great okay so listeners i hope you got that um and thank you once again and we'll speak to you soon thank, thank you bye thank you bye yeah, bye What I have learned and understood from my conversation with Purnota is that if the right kind of nutrition is provided it becomes the key element in improving health and it's so heartening to know that when it pertains to children who are suffering from cancer with the correct nutrition they are able to complete their treatment and they go home and they are with their families again I think it's just so amazing. I believe that if malnutrition is addressed right from the start of the treatment, it benefits the child and it enables the treatment to be even more smoother. It's so unfortunate that malnutrition is such a frequent cause of death in underprivileged children who have cancer. Purnota and the Cuddles Foundation, they are addressing this very important issue and they're making all the difference that they can it gives you so much hope i've learned a lot from my chat with purnota do support and extend a hand in whatever way you can to help them to continue with the good work until the next episode of melting pot this is pile signing off hey it's paige disorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.